It was August and seemed too early for rain, but it drummed on Constable Samuel Jefferson's car roof and splashed boot high off the road. He had the engine on and kept the windscreen wipers going so he could see the house. The living room lights were on and the curtains were drawn. There had been no activity from any of the other houses on the street, just the occasional pigeon as it flapped from tree to tree. The rain wasn't going to let up, so he wrapped himself in his anorak, got out of the car and ran for it, along the path and past the wooden for sale sign staked into the lawn, trying to keep the notepad under his arm dry. But by the time he got to the front door, he was wet. Jefferson was in his sixties with an angular face. He was lean, with veins that stood out on his big hands and jaw muscles that bunched every time he swallowed. His hair was short and silver, and it shone in the porch light. He rapped on the door and rang the bell in quick succession, straightened his uniform and dried off the notepad on his trousers. He heard footsteps on the wooden floor inside, then a voice. Just a minute. The chain was pulled back and the door opened. The man who met him was 53 years old and five foot eight with a side parting and round glasses. He was wearing a white woolen sweater that was tight over his thin arms and belly. John Newsom, P.C. Jefferson said. Yes, how can I help? Actually, sir, it's your wife I need to talk to, Mrs. Sandra Newsom. I'm with the Metropolitan Police. He flashed his ID. The man nodded, a sudden look of apprehension on his face. He retreated slightly, then came back. Can I ask what this is about? Actually, I do need to talk to Mrs. Newsom first, although you can be present at all times. Right, well, you'd better come in then. He entered and shut the door behind him. Can I take your coat? Thank you. And P.C. Jefferson shucked it off, and Mr. Newsom hung it on the coat stand. The stairs to the second floor were on the left, the kitchen straight ahead, and the glass double doors to the right opened onto the living room, where John directed him. Darling, John said. Sandra Newsom rose from the sofa at their entrance. She wore a white blouse, blue skirt, and blue cardigan. She had pale hands and smoothed the hair back from her face. Hello, she said quietly. Darling, this police officer... Sorry, I didn't get your name. Jefferson, Constable Jefferson. Right, Constable Jefferson needs to talk to you about something. Yes, I'm sorry to disturb you on a Sunday evening. This won't take long. He studied his notes. Mrs. Newsom, you work for Domerman Casa Estate Agency as a sales negotiator? Yes. Are you interested in a property? Actually, no, he smiled back. I don't know quite how to say this, so I'll dive straight in. I regret to inform you that a body has been found in one of the houses you have listed. She blinked, looked at her husband, then back to the constable. A body, she whispered. I'm afraid so. As in, you don't mean a cat or a dog, do you? You mean a... Yes, a human body. Oh my God! Her voice came out as a shriek, and her hand went to her throat. 
She fingered the orange coral necklace around her neck nervously. I don't believe it. That's ridiculous. Which one? It's a local property, and I'm sorry, but I can't divulge the address. Thurston Avenue? Bennington Place? It's an ongoing investigation, so I'm not at liberty to tell you. Was it a suicide? I'm afraid it would appear the victim... The victim? It would appear the victim had met with a violent death. A brittle silence. Bloody hell, John said. I wasn't expecting this. It was one of your empty properties, so I don't think it will be any of your clients or anyone you know. But I can inform you the body was found three hours ago when a neighbour called the police because the front door had been left open. The front door? Oh, God, I mean, I have keys to all my listings. That's the thing. There were no signs of a forced entry, so it looks as though the perpetrator used a key.